Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today, my guest is photographer Levi Sim. Levi is what I would call an unconventional street photographer. As most of us try to remain invisible, uh, well, not Levi. <laughs> he definitely gets noticed in the streets, and it really reflects in the, photog in the photography he does. Uh, welcome, Levi. Oh, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> the unconventional one. The unconventional street photographer. I've always been the black sheep, the, <laughs> oh, that guy, yes. <laughs> He's the guy that wants to be noticed. <laughs> So who is Levi? I'm not, what it, I'm not trying to be noticed. I'm, no, you're just being you. <laughs> I'm just being me, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Levi wears this. How do you call those hats? Oh, the fedora. Fedora. Yeah. Um, so, and he's tall and he always has a big smile. And Yes, I'm not an, an unnoticed person. That's no, for sure. you're not invisible. And, I'm not uh, invisible. But it works. It's okay. Yeah. 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 It, it works for what you, what you want to do. So tell us, tell us a little bit about your background and what, uh, what do you shoot? You don't only shoot street portraits. Uh, no, that's yeah. not how you and make a living. So that's not how I make a living, but I, I make a living as a photographer. And uh, my, my work is primarily, it, it falls under the commercial because I'm primarily working for businesses, um, helping with marketing pictures primarily. So anything to help a business grow. I make headshots for people. I do kind of their their personalized stock photography. Um, I do pictures of of people interacting with their staff and having a good time. You know anything they'd use yeah. in a brochure or their authentic, website. Authentic, authentic yeah. stock. Authentic stock. Yes, autentico. And um, and but I, I started my career making family photography, retail photography, and I enjoy everything about photography. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I shoot landscapes and I shoot flowers and I shoot my food and I photograph bugs. And my daughter is the number one subject, of course. I have a four-year-old daughter. And so um, photographing she and my wife are, are my favorite things to do yeah. when they let me. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, you're like me. You, you, li you live and breathe in pixels. Yeah, exactly. And, and so when, I'm, when I travel, which is, which is quite frequently... Um, I don't. I don't care if the hotel room even has a television because I'm not going to be in there. I'm going to go out and make pictures on the street someplace. That's right. That's right. So, so no. I want. I want to find out more about what you do then uh, for those clients. So, uh, are people stepping away from the standard stock photography and they want something more authentic? They want actual shots of them shaking hands with their real clients and such. Yeah, and. Um, Right, exactly that, and yeah. it's it's kind of I, I I think that stock photography from a website from a, a stock website is is kind of invisible yeah. on on your own personal website. So like um, a lot of doctors' offices take advantage of of my service, and so I've got their receptionist interacting with somebody in their office, yeah. and then having visited their website, when you go to their office, you see stuff that you're familiar with exactly yeah. because otherwise i mean you, you actually run the risk of having two three different doctors with the same receptionist pictures from a, a standard stock agency 
Whereas here, it's it's their own. So right. um, yeah, it's personable. It's more right. personable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so while I'm doing it, you know, I take pictures of their medical implements, you know, band-aids and mm-hmm. and stuff, and they can use that as, as little sidebar images and in banners and and in um, email bl- blasts, all kinds of things that they can use in social media as well. So they have an entire library that lasts for a yeah. few years. And that's so fun to shoot. Like I, I, I it used really is. to, I yeah. used to shoot interiors um, um, as a commercial photographer, and my favorite thing was to shoot those little details that the client never really asked for. But mm-hmm. I was having so much more fun, so much fun, just being in such a beautiful space that you know that was professionally decorated, and I would always, right. you know, shoot those details, and they loved that because again, it it kind of links everything together. It tells the story. It's all those little details. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine being a photographer who's just doing doing my job. Like my last job, I had a good job before I quit to be a full-time photographer. And and I, I enjoyed my work, but I kind of showed up and did my work and went home and then made pictures and did photography. Yeah. And so I can't imagine doing that as a photographer, just kind of showing up and doing what I'm supposed to and then being done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so and much then- more fun to enjoy doing it. Yeah, exactly. And then if you do that, then it's not really your vision. You're working for the client and doing exactly what they tell you. Right. Whereas, right. and I have you noticed that sometimes the client wants something specific, and of course you have to to do right. what they want, you and then you that. do your own shots, and those are the ones they love the best. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and so I always say that that I'm a I'm a photographer. But my job is running a small business, not being a photographer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just get the pleasure of making pictures, most you know, for a significant portion of my my work life. Yeah, and the bonus <laughs> and we get paid still for. Fun. Yeah, exactly. So it's still fun. Like people are scared that becoming a photographer full time will ruin their love for photography. But I I think you're running your business wrong if that's yeah. if that's the case. Photography should never be the tedium. You know, no, it should never the, become um, writing invoices should be the tedium. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So true. But then but then that's what you do. Um, then you you shoot for for fun. So you work on personal projects all the time. You do your portraits, do, your street yeah. portraits and, and, and such. And I think that's that's so important to any professional photographers to keep to keep that going, to remind yeah. themselves why they became a photographer in the first place, even if they're. A little bored with what they do uh, professionally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and so I, I also write for photofocus.com, mm-hmm. which keeps me fresh. I get to I, I have to, I have to come up with something that people want to learn about all the time. Yeah. And one way I do that is by practicing new techniques for myself. Like right now I'm practicing focus stacking. Uh-huh. And, and I'm, I'm researching that to, to write about it and – that is something that I've never used professionally, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit um, intensive for you know it's a little bit time intensive yes. and post processing intensive and things, and uh, and so I'm not likely to be using that in my commercial work, but I love that I could. I love that I'll have that skill now, mm-hmm. and I love that I get to share how to do that with other people. Yeah. And so it, it keeps me engaged and, and I get to learn all kinds of new things all the time. And I get to talk to, I mean, I do the podcast too. So yeah, I, I get to talk fun. to people like you and, and see what they do. And it's just a, a great fun way to 
um, yeah, to keep up to, with what's up, going yeah. on. Yeah, keep yeah. Otherwise, we get so absorbed with what you know our daily task, and and um, it's easy to just not uh, not interact. Actually, as photographers, I think it's easy not to interact with people, right? Because it's kind of a lonely job. It can be. Yeah. 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 But not mine. No, mine either. <laughs> <laughs> That's Interacting awesome. With people is is kind of the whole of my job for the most part. Um, well, and you, you touched on on personal projects and the way I uh, kind of the well, and I don't know. Are you ready to talk about my street photography? Yes, yes. Please go ahead. Let's let's. <laughs> you just said that I'm continue. unconventional, and it's because I engage with people on the street before I make a photograph. I mean, I I, I do I I do the traditional candid street photography. Not nearly as well as as like you and 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 Thomas, whom we walked around Chicago together this uh, this summer. Yeah, we were the three amigos. Yes, it was very fun. <laughs> and we kept losing you because you were talking with everybody in the street. <laughs> yeah, so so I love to do the candid stuff, um, but I really enjoy engaging with somebody and and talking with them and saying, "Hey, you know, there's there's some great light." reflected in your sunglasses right now do you mind if i make a picture of your sunglasses yeah. and nobody ever turns me down for making a picture of their sunglasses which happen to be right on their face <laughs> i know it's uh, i mean i've seen you in action and i must say well i mean i'm i'm not shy yeah but um but i i don't do nearly as me- as much street portrait photography as i used to I'm, I'm more for the candid stuff now but um but i was never as bold as you and and you come with i mean nobody can turn you down oh i'm sure a few may but that that happens to all of us but you know, it would be really hard to turn you down because you're so interesting yeah. and you have this giant smile <laughs> i don't even have to take off my shoes to count the number of times i've been turned down um, <laughs> there are so few people who who have turned me down really Wow, yeah, that's pretty amazing. When I engage with them now, and it's usually when I'm being a creeper. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like the middle of the night, and I try to stop a woman and say, "Gosh, your shoes look really cool. Can I take a picture <laughs> of your shoes?" They're like, "That's weird." Wet. I'm walking by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Uh, maybe that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but but normally, if I can if I can smile at them and they can see my face, it's not in the dark, <laughs> and. Uh, that, that it goes really well and um, or or you know I stand next to you know we're we're both standing in line at the bus station that's easy or yeah or whatever it is I can find something to break the ice with somebody and and I just say listen I'm, I'm a photographer I'm practicing my pictures my name's Levi what's your name and now they're um, now, now they're engaged with me and they already know I'm some kind of weirdo because I've got this multi-thousand dollar box hanging around my neck <laughs> and, and and normal people don't don't spend all of their um, lunch money on a camera and so they aren't surprised when i do something else that's kind of crazy yeah yeah so now what do you shoot with these days <laughs> oh these days i love the mirrorless like you um but i use uh panasonic cameras the the gh4 and I've got the GX8 on order right now, which is, I don't know, it might, it, don't tell Fuji, but it could give you something to consider. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, it we'll is watch. really a phenomenal little box. 
And uh, what's your favorite lens when you're out shooting in the streets? Oh gosh, I, I love um, I love both the 15 millimeter and the 42.5. So on a full frame camera, that's that's comparable to a 30 and a 85 millimeter. Yeah. I, I typically don't carry a zoom um, because I, I love the wide open. Yeah. You know, f 1.2, f 1.7, and and I love the the smaller size and weight. And so I, I often just head out with either of those. And they're completely different ways to see the world. Mm -hmm. And so I enjoy using both of them. So do you ha do you carry two cameras or do you no, change I would, lens? I would just, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd change lens if I want to or just walk with one lens yeah. and just choose beforehand which one it's going to be. Yeah. yeah that's But the at the same time, I'll sh I mean, I'll shoot architectural details mm -hmm. and anything else at the same time. Yeah. Uh, if, if, you, if I only had one, I would take the 85 if that was... The only lens I was going to get, I would choose a long lens. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's beautiful for portraits. That's for it's sure. beautiful for portraits, and it still gives me the opportunity to uh, do the, the interesting candid stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a person sitting in the in the bus shelter in a really graphic arrangement without being too close. Uh, I, I like the compression of a of a long lens. Now, are you are you a little more shy than we, when you approach street photography in a candid way? Do you feel like? No, I try not to be. Okay, if, I mean, the, if you get busted, you're okay. Yeah, so I never get busted because if somebody if somebody sees me doing it, I smile and wave <laughs> and walk over to them. <laughs> <laughs> then you do a portrait, <laughs> and then I do a portrait. Yeah, so I'll, I'll grab yeah. the candid and then uh, and then go talk to him yeah. or I'll go talk to him and say, Hey, you guys look at this while you're working here. Do you mind if I make some pictures? You guys just keep doing what you're doing, but this light looks awesome on you. Yeah. And then I'll come show him a picture afterward. Um, you know, and then I'll, you know, I'll walk back 20 paces again and, and photograph the scene and, uh, and, and come back and engage with them again and, and probably do a portrait as well. So what do you look for in people? Um, I try to, You, I've, I've seen I've seen Jay Maisel teach, and I mm -hmm. sure like the way that he says, "Look for light, color, or gesture." Mm -hmm. When I'm when I'm talking to people, I'm looking for someone who I think is willing to engage and let me let me talk to them. Um, and so I'm looking for light all the time. I'm a I'm a snob about it, and I I don't like to make a picture in boring light or in in an uninteresting background, and so. Um, I, I may position myself at a, at a street corner with some great light reflecting off a building. I, I love I love the reflected light in a city, mm -hmm. like in the afternoon or or even at noon. You can make great pictures because the sun will reflect off glass windows in all kinds of different ways. And it's dappled. And it a, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and it still gives me a nice direction of light from the side that's flattering to people. Mm -hmm. And and I can get a catch light in their eyeballs and things. Um, so I may, I may hang out in a spot and kind of do circles and, and talk to people. Um, I may even, depending on who it is and where it is, I may even kind of turn into a street performer and engage one person after another and <laughs> have a little bit of a, of a crowd. Um, so what's with I, the, what's with the hat? Oh, with the hat? Well, and that's what, that helps too. And lately mm -hmm. a bow tie also. Nobody wearing a fedora. You're like the doctor. Tie. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bow ties are cool. Um, yeah. 
nobody is going to turn me down because I look like a nice friendly guy wearing a hat and a bow tie. If, you know, I was wearing a skull handkerchief around my head, they, they might think I was something else, but yeah. I look amicable. And, I'm, and so, I'm, you know, I'm generally wearing a, a pair of slacks and a, a button up shirt with a bow tie on it. Um, the bow tie is more recent. I, when I quit my job, I started wearing a tie to, to be a photographer so that I was, um, so that I was going to work <laughs> when I, when I get dressed and go to work, it helps me be a little bit more disciplined. Yeah. And, um, and I, I feel it helps me charge appropriately for my work. Mm-hmm. I'm taking myself seriously and I'm taking it serious that I'm showing up to your place of business to do work. And, um, and I'm, I'm worth hiring. I'm not, I'm not in a t-shirt and flip-flops at your law office working for the day. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dressed respect, respectably. I'm, I'm trying to respect my clients by, um, by dressing a bit nicely. Yeah. The hat goes back to, I was about 14 years old and, uh, there was a fellow in my neighborhood who, who I helped out sometimes mowing his lawn and, and raking leaves and things. And, and, uh, just, just a wonderful old man. He'd been in the air force and he was a, a commander in the air force and very, um, very respectable fellow. And he came over one day with this stack of hats <laughs> and he said, he's, I'm cleaning out my closet. Would you like these? And he, wow. he had some very fine fedoras in there and other caps and, and just gave me this stack of classic hats that gentlemen don't wear anymore. And I started wearing it to school. <laughs> and uh, I, I've just been wearing a, a fedora-style so hat ever since. Yeah, so you were standing out back then, too, with your hat. <laughs> I was. And it's was. part of your logo now, right? I That's saw right. your new logo. It's pretty cool. That's right. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I sure sure enjoy that one. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Um, so you you must have some pretty cool stories of street encounters. Do you mind sharing one or two? Oh, one of my favorites. I was uh, I, I visited New York. It's kind of the only time I've been to New York, and I had been working in my in my day job on Long Island for a few days, and my flight was at like eleven a.m. on Saturday morning in the middle of January out of JFK, and so. I returned my. I, I went to bed at my hotel on Long Island, and got up at like two or three in the morning and returned my rental car to the airport and checked my bags, and uh, and took the train into the city, and I had a bad experience on the subway, that I, I saw I saw this guy roughing up another guy and I was oh. like, I was on the verge of intervening and I was like, am I crazy? Anyway, it it kind of put me in a funk, you know, yeah. into into a bit of a, a close-minded, um, don't want to engage with people kind of funk. And and plus it was a Saturday morning in January yeah. and going to Times Square at like 7.02 a.m. Oh, burn. There's nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got to Times Square and I was like, huh, this is kind of lame. And so I looked up and I saw the Chrysler building. I was like, Chrysler building? That's cool. I'll walk that way. 20 blo- blocks later, I looked up and it was still the same distance away. <laughs> and so, so I started looking for something else to do. And I was, I was taking pictures of buildings and things and, and uh, just was kind of walking by people and not, not engaging with anybody. Um, but then I, I stopped for lunch 
And I said to myself, man, I'm in a funk. I got to get out of this. I'm in New York. I got to engage with some New Yorkers. I've got to make four pictures of people before I head to the airport in an hour. And so I, I walked out the door with this goal to photograph four people. And right outside the door, there's this guy with two little poodles on a leash. And I said, man, those are some cute dogs. Do you mind if I make a picture of your dogs? He says, sure, go ahead. So I, I put my camera right down flat on the ground, made some pictures of the dogs. Then I said, hey, how about you hold them? That'd be a good picture. And so he holds them up close. And, and, uh, and now I'm talking to this guy. And now I'm engaged and I'm feeling good. And I walk down the street and start making other pictures. And, and, and it was good. And I ended up photographing 15 people instead of four. Wow, um, in an hour. Yeah, in an hour. And that, that got me out of the funk pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> now, do you, do you go back to New York once in a while? Or? Um, I, I've, I've been, <laughs> I, I got to Times Square one other time um, just last year for about an hour in the middle of the night with some friends. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. Um, however, this year I get to go to PPE for the first time. Hey, I'll be there, there too. Like, oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I get to spend about five days there and there will be, we're leading a photo walk for photo focus and I am excited to spend some time in New York. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I love shooting there. Um, after Paris, it's my, my favorite place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I join you in Paris one of these times. Yes, you should. It, uh, to stand out with your hat, people oh, would love you. Can I can I tell you one more story? Yes, since, please since do. In Paris, <laughs> I was in San Francisco uh, again. There, working for my day job before I quit, and I'm walking down the street, and it's mid midday on a Friday afternoon, and these uh, these two guys come walking down the street carrying some kind of some kind of sign that's got a political message on it, and. And they're kind of, um, I don't know, the guys were probably about 50 years old or so. And they're wearing baseball caps and they're carrying these signs. And they're not wearing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking right down the street. And I, I, I thought about making a picture, but then I thought, what would I do with it? <laughs> yeah, you can't really post it on Facebook. They would probably take it down. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so I didn't really take a picture, but, but I looked at him and I laughed and then I turned around and there's another guy, um, standing, standing kind of near me and he's got a, he's got a 5D Mark II with a 70 to 200 on, on, on it. And he says, did you take that picture? And, and he says it with a French accent. And I said, no, did you? He says, no, what would I do with it? But it was sure great to see. And, and so, um. So I met Philippe, is this guy's name, and his wife and daughters were shopping at uh, Old Navy for the next two hours. So Philippe and I walked around doing some street photography, and he was, he was in town until the next day or so, and I had a rental car. So I said, hey, Philippe, you want to meet me in the morning and we'll go shoot something? <laughs> Fun. And uh, Philippe did. He got up early and left his, his girls at the hotel and... And he and I headed out uh, out to Sausalito and made pictures of the bridge and had breakfast and went down on the beach by the bridge and did all kinds of fun things and uh, just had a great time. And and Philippe was from from Paris. And so when I get there with you, yeah, I think Philippe will join me for your for your workshop. That'll be a lot of fun. It, it's cool. See, I meet people like that all the time and yeah. uh, and lifelong friendships. Sometimes just uh, cool. interacting in the streets. 
Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. That's what travel is all about. Now, you fly a lot for your job because you your clients are all over. Um, and you you don't get bored in airports. I don't get bored in airports. In fact, I try to schedule a little bit more time in airports. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so what do you do to keep busy? Well, so I do a photo walk in the airport. There's There's always... There's so much cool architecture in airports, yeah. and you only get to see it if you bought a ticket, and I think that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, actually. Now you, you know, can't get, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't know any airports that were built in the last 15 years, um, and so they were all built with the idea that any as a public place where yeah. there was a lot of money put into making a, a cool public area with great architecture, and they always have wonderful art exhibits. Um Oh, there's a great one in Seattle right now. If you fly through Seattle, there are all these uh, posters for Pearl Jam in particular. Apparently, Pearl Jam, the the band, had just really engaging artwork for their concert posters in every town. And so they've got this wonderful display of all these intricately designed and and beautifully created posters for their concert tours. So that one's cool if you go to Seattle. But oh. um, so I, I try to do a, a photo walk and I, I talk to people. I photograph places and the and the uh, the exhibits and the architecture. I do time lapses in airports. Um, I have a, a fun time visiting the airport and then I, I share them on, on social media with the hashtag airport photo walk. Yeah. And I think everybody should use it. It's not it's not my hashtag. I think it should be a, a fun hashtag. I get, I've got several airline pilots who are engaging with me on there because. So many when of them you walk are, on the plane, you actually go into the cockpit first, right? I, I try to, yeah, yeah as, as often as possible. Yeah. I, and, um, and, and people are usually in. pretty open with that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've only been denied once. And then one other time, <laughs> the, the pilot and co pilot said, well, they can take a picture of the cockpit, but I don't want to be in it. So they stood up and got out of the, out of the room. <laughs> and I photographed an empty cockpit. Uh, funny. Yeah, so it, it's pretty funny, but it's it's really enjoyable. And um, it, yeah, when I when I walk onto the plane, I have my camera in hand with the settings ready to go to make a picture in the cockpit. And if I have to, I ask the stewardess who's standing there if she'll ask the pilot if I can. Yeah. I, I say if I have to because. She's the gatekeeper, and she'll turn me down frequently if she's able to. Yeah. So if I if I can, I'll just poke my head around the corner and say, "Hey, Captain, do you mind if I make a picture?" Yeah. <laughs> and and he almost always says yes or That's she. That's awesome. And uh, and it's fun, yeah. And and so I I, I do that picture. Um, I engage with the with the flight attendants, and. Uh, often make pictures of them and many of them are photographers also yeah and you know their job gets pretty boring so anything yeah. that's out of the ordinary so a guy like you come walks on their plane hey that's that's out of the ordinary so it must be they always comment fun. on my hat too that's right <laughs> <laughs> you take it off during the flight don't you i do you i do, do. <laughs> yeah and they typically put it in a nice spot for me so it doesn't get squashed <laughs> Oh, that is cool. I do. I do shoot at airports. Actually, I was really surprised because uh, the last couple times I was in Paris, um, well, security has always been really, really tight. I mean, in Europe for a very, mm -hmm. very long time. So it's it's 
very normal to have security with machine guns, you know, walking around airports or streets or whatever. So that's part of of everyday life. But I was at the airport and I was waiting for my ride and I love doing silhouettes. Um, oh, yes. And actually from uh, at Charles de Gaulle, when you're come out or when you're in the luggage area or when just just outside the luggage area, if you look up there, you see the people outside smoking on the upper mm-hmm. level. And uh, so you have some really cool silhouettes. Oh, right so I on. was shooting silhouettes and, uh, and I tried not to draw too much attention. I don't bring the camera to my face because, you know, uh-huh. you're standing there and just standing, you know, anywhere now. <laughs> it's like you kind of look suspicious. And then there were <laughs> guards coming, come, I mean, walking around with their machine guns, you know, just watching people. And every time they'd see me with my camera, they'd just smile. It was so funny. I was just right. so expecting them to say, oh, you can't just stay there and just not move, you know, you have to keep moving or whatever. Nope, never. They <laughs> never asked me what I was doing. And I guess I must not be looking too uh, threatening or anything. So, you know, I've only been approached once in an airport and I was, I was set up in Salt Lake City and, and there's these long hallways overlooking the, um, the terminals with the planes coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great spot for, um, for photographing the action of the airplanes. So, I set, and they've got these tables sitting there so you can work or eat while you're waiting for your flight. So I, I set my camera up on the table looking out the window and I was doing a time lapse. And so it's just sitting there clicking along while I'm working on my computer. And a TSA fellow, um, not, not a uniform guy, but just a, he works for TSA, he's a supervisor or something, stopped by and said, uh, what are you photographing? I said, oh, well, I'm making a time lapse of the, um, of the planes coming in and out and, uh, would you like to see another one that I've done in the past? And he said, sure, I'd love to. So I showed him on my iPad uh, another time-lapse video that I'd done. And you know, it shows the plane zooming around and people scrambling. And it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. And, and I said, is this, is this okay? He said, oh, sure, sure. I'd just like to ask. Yeah. And, and it was a very amicable interaction. Um, just don't be sneaky. You know? That's true. Yeah. If people come to you and it's like, you're not doing anything wrong. So why, why try right. to hide it? Yeah. I was, I was in Saudi Arabia in, in Riyadh making a few pictures in the airport there. And a fellow expatriate walked over and suggested I, I maybe don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I took his that. advice in that yeah. case, uh, not, not knowing that place well. Yeah. And I, so I put the camera away for that that afternoon yeah it's good to be uh, to stay on the safe side but yeah i've never the only bad <laughs> experience really in airports is when i come back here and <laughs> i wait in line to go through immigration because uh-huh. i i travel i have i have travel on a french passport i have a green card still i'm the stubborn uh, french <laughs> citizen who will never never change citizenship not that i would have to give up mine but i'm french i'm french and i'd you know, I, I'm here on a green card still, and that's okay. But that's your- um, so I have to wait in line with all the other um, foreigners. I don't get, I don't go through with the Canadians or the Americans. Um, I go with the, the the rest of the pack. And so right. we sometimes have like a two-hour line coming into Minneapolis if we're behind, okay. you know, two other international flights. And there you cannot have, you know, I see people pull out their phone to keep busy because right. no, there's have, signs that say no photography, I no know. phones. But no phone, you cannot have your phone out. When you're in uh, immigrate in the line for immigration, right. uh, your phone has to be turned off and in your pocket. 
<laughs> and oh, they will take it. And they're really, really harsh at the Minneapolis airport. They're not friendly at all. They bark orders at you. And it's like, oh, it's such a bad experience coming back. I just want to cry and turn around. <laughs> oh, I bet. And uh, yeah, because so you're standing there for, so I talk with people and I sometimes I, I wish I could just photograph them, but oh, no, 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 uh, no pictures. <laughs> right, right. So that's about the only uh the only unpleasant airport experience. Otherwise, um, yeah, I I'm ha- I have fun. You know, sometimes you have delays or whatever, and and it gets boring. But if you have yeah. a camera, well, you're never bored. No, my my um, my saying is, if you see something, shoot something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, this was really fun. So, um, do where do where can people see your street work? That's that's different from your other work so do you have two yeah, separate well, things I, two separate sites or do you uh, a social media you know, for one and even even my website levisim.com just has one picture on it it's just got my steve jobs portrait project on it oh I tell us a little bit about that that's right i wanted to ask you oh, about sure. that that's your kind it's of your kind signature of a, portrait it is and it's kind of a modified street photography as well um the the day that steve jobs the founder of apple passed away we were my my photo club was was visiting at my studio and we we were discussing this picture because it was the cover of apple.com and it was plastered all over billboards it was a cover of the book that also came out shortly thereafter you know the really iconic one of, yeah. of Steve Jobs with his he's got his left hand up kind of in front of his his chin with his thumb slightly protruding and and a really kind of uh, impish look on his face. And so we were examining this picture and, and of course we said, well, how did he do it? How's, how's it done? And it was, it was made originally by um, Alfred Watson, uh, a Scottish photographer who works in LA and uh, Albert Watson, not Alfred Watson. And, um, and so we examined it and, and said, it's probably a beauty dish it looks like and and we found out it was made on on a four by five cameras is what articles said about it and so we we went upstairs into my studio and, and tried to recreate it and we shared some of those pictures on facebook and uh people said oh that's so awesome i want one so i i invited people to come over to my studio and make a similar picture and a hundred people showed up to do it in a little tiny town in northern utah and so so now it's kind I of a tribute it was, it, yeah, kind yeah. of a tribute, um, or not, depending on who you are. I just, yeah. I just call it a, a similar picture to Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we just keep doing it, and I photograph it everywhere I go. It's the best thing to do for your clients who need a, a new headshot. If they use it on LinkedIn or on Facebook, they get tons of interaction because it's such an iconic yeah. photograph. People recognize it right away. I and, love the one of you and your family and your daughter. <laughs> oh, thank you. That, that's, that's so cute. Yeah, that's, that's that's the only pose my daughter knows. If, <laughs> if she was asked to pose for a photograph, that's what she would do. That's funny. <laughs> um, and so now, yeah, I, I do it all over the place. I set up a booth at conventions, at at uh, like like job fair kind of stuff, or um, even on the street. I've I've done it here in town where there's a, a sidewalk sale going on and I go down and set up outside one of the shops and I draw people who are walking by off the, off the street to, to stand in my, in my booth and make a picture with me. And it is a lot of fun. That's awesome. <laughs> I still need mine. We have to do that in New York. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll wear it well, I always wear black. So there I'll fit right in. I'll wear Perfect. a black, uh, black turtleneck. Perfect. That's all it takes on a white backdrop. <laughs> easy. Right. And actually, I don't even do it on a white backdrop. I use on one software to cut out the background and just drop white in behind. Most oh, of the yeah. Time. It makes it so much simpler than, than setting up two lights for the background and things. Cool. That's awesome. So where can people see more of your work and, and uh, where, what are you up to next? Well, photofocus.com is, is where I post most of my frequent stuff because I, every time I shoot something, I think, gosh, this would be a good article. And so I write something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Instagram at photolevi, L-E-V-I, is, is the place to see my stuff. Uh, this fall, I don't know when this is going to air, but this fall I will be in 20 cities leading photo walks. And that information will be posted on photofocus.com too. Awesome. I start on I start tomorrow night in, in Dallas. So wow. I'm I was just in Dallas. Yeah, I missed you by like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so close. So close. Well, I'll see you in New York then. Yeah. So I'll see you in New York and uh, possibly at another conference next year. Always. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I love conferences. Uh, out of Chicago was great fun. Oh, yes. We'll be there for sure. I think yeah, yeah, I think I'll be too. there in April. I think there's a special event going on. Oh, cool. Now, where where are you based out of? I live in Portland, Oregon. Oh, you're in Portland. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, um, that's one of the n- next cities, Portland or Seattle. I'm still debating, but I'm going to add another Port- weekend workshop. Way. So <laughs> one of those two cities. Yeah, Portland is is really walkable and amicable toward street photography. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I have uh, uh, some friends there, and uh, I have never been there. So, you know, I make myself happy <laughs> by hey, going to places time, I want to see. And uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's always fun. So, If you need a spot to crash or any kind of help here at all, you just let me know. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll look for the tall guy with the hat. That's me. <laughs> Thanks, Levi. It's been really fun. We'll talk to you Thank soon. You, yes. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show. And um, share the love. Tell all your friends about the podcast. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hit the streets.